The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good tags. But so many poor choices. <laughs> <laughs> Which one go? Are we on? Yeah. I'm Nicole. I'm Sarah. And this is a Homance Chronicles episode 41. And we have a special guest with us today. Hey, Amber. Hi. Yeah. Amber is the host of a Walk Back to Self Love. Did mm-hmm. I do it right? You did it. <laughs> yes. We got it. <laughs> oh, man. That was so much faith. I had a lot of anxiety. Was a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it was a serious pressure. Even though she's right fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Oh, man. <clears throat> uh, I asked Amber to join us today because. Uh, She's same age. We have similar background. Um, she's funny as fuck. <laughs> and <laughs> okay, she's on this show. Yeah. And um, uh, we need to like stockpile up on some episodes. So it's always easier when we have a guest. Not going to lie. <laughs> and um, this is how we consider cheating. Yeah. Yeah. So really, it's not because I'm funny. <laughs> Yeah, we're just using you. Right, I feel so used right now. Um, You'll get over it. I will. <laughs> uh, so Amber and I know each other um, from working together many, many moons ago yeah. uh, at Specs Howard, which is a media arts school. Did you just make your drink too too spicy over there? It's fine. Sunday fun day. It's 2.15. It's whatever. Yeah. We have a drinking game. Anytime that we say so, we take a drink because that's supposed to help us. Remember. Use different. Yeah. yeah, Use different transitions. It doesn't. It's an enabler, really. (laughs) It's like the gateway drug. I say, you know. Oh. You know. You know. Um, Yeah. I, I do think it has helped us quit saying so so much because you're conscious of it yeah yeah we would start every sunday with so yeah Mm. now i go back though a lot of people do i know i go back and listen though and i realize how often i say uh however Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's another connector (laughs) (laughs) we might have to expand this drinking game so i can stop doing that no no that's your fault that's your problem i've got too many souls coming um so Amber and I, see, I did it, damn it, uh, went to um, Specs Howard and had, you know, dreams of grandeur of working in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. So you, I, God damn it, now it's <laughs> so a problem. You first drink. <laughs> Uh, you have lots of radio experience and that's why you now have a podcast, mm-hmm. which is fantastic and it's very vulnerable your your content and i would say that us doing this podcast is probably the most vulnerable that i am ever i'm a virgo we don't (laughs) we don't like to share oh see i'm an open book i'm like i am too i actually had an ex tell me that i didn't need to be an open book well then you don't need to date me yeah i didn't want the color of your poop it's fine (laughs) i do have boundaries i'm one of those women that i don't need to talk about that it's a part of life you know we poop it's like that book everyone poops you know yeah as a kid yeah (laughs) know that we you know do that you don't need to hear it from me well i mean 
I'll let you know if you're interested. No, it's not a big deal to me. Uh, we like to uh, poke fun at ourselves and laugh at our poor decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh we obviously share a lot of experiences that are not going to put us in the best light. It's fine. We shroud it in comedy. <laughs> right, right, right. Whereas on your podcast, you're like, I really hope I'm influencing someone positively. And I'm like, I hope that someone giggles. Like, that's my, that's my but goal. everybody has an audience. That's the yeah. way I look at it. Everybody's yeah. got an audience. You know, your listeners may not are, like what I li- you yeah, know, talk about and vice versa or whatever. I will say, shout out to our listeners for like being with us for so long because it's almost been a year since we've been doing this and our little almost. community has grown a, up a little bit that's awesome <laughs> celebrate yeah. yourselves i'm yeah. all about celebrating myself well that's why i don't I care how it. selfish that looks celebrate. i'm like i celebrate, celebrate. myself every damn day because yeah. i did not for so long so now i celebrate myself good I'm that's like, good I you have to anybody off in the car i'm celebrating myself <laughs> <laughs> See, i would celebrate and asserting my dominance on somebody so i would like celebrate the fact that i did have the just fuck you bro Fuck you. <laughs> Call it bro. You know, like that, the anger. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> like some people say bra. Yeah. yeah. I can't stand that. Mm-hmm. My most favorite thing to yeah. do is at work call like a female coworker bro. I do that. <laughs> and it like, just makes just call me bro. It makes the situation <laughs> a lot lighter. Or dude. Yeah. Dude. I say dude all the time. Mm-hmm. Or man. Uh, yeah. yeah. But then I call my dude friends girl. <laughs> girl let me tell you <laughs> like what you just call me girl <laughs> all right it's fine speaking of manses manses and our girl talk mm-hmm. we heard that you have a fun story that you could share with us and we yeah. encourage people to like email us their stories mm-hmm. um anonymously so that we can right. do listener episodes too. Uh, we like to know that we're not the only ones. But it seems like right? we are at yeah. this point. <laughs> <laughs> People, okay, specifically women, I have noticed that they don't like to share. Even if it's anonymously. I think that some women just have that fear. Because it's like still shameful about, yeah, or embarrassing. It, you know. Well, and, then it and, makes it real. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Where in your head, you're like, I don't even know that shit's real. <laughs> when you write it out and you talk about it, you're like, oh my God, that's my life. <laughs> like, like, what am I about to share? I can't even believe that I was in this situation. But, you know, whatever. The no shame. judgment anymore. Well, that right. Funny. Exactly. We're trying to take that stigma away. Right. And Shame is, is a, a hell of an emotion. It, it is. is. It's a hell of an it's emotion. It's an awful emotion. It wakes you up. It does. It doesn't and then let your you body, sleep. like, you know that burning sensation within your body? And you're yeah. Like, I think I'm going to vomit. And then it manifests, <laughs> like, physical reactions. Right. Like, where did this rash come from? I don't know. It's big and bumpy and it's and, uh, red. And it got all the way to my ass? Why is my ass in high? Oh, we yeah, just I don't have rashes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let go of that train a long time ago. <laughs> Floating in the sea of shame. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I, we are just going live your life. Yeah. Enjoy it. Have fun. Who cares if you fucked up or whatever, or if you, you know? Him. Yeah, was, or if you fucked him. That was like, we had a conversation the other day. Somebody was like, oh, yeah, all those guys showed up. I'm like, or no, something, something, so, they asked, 
some about something that we went out. I'm like, good story, was, bro. Yeah, right. Something, something. There was like, and I was like, yeah, a bunch of dudes showed up, and then we all fucked one of them. Like, I don't have any shame. That's exactly what happens. Live life. Yeah, and I'm not gonna sit there and be like, oh yeah, and then just you know we met and we hung out. It was a good time. Like, yeah, it was a good time. I got it in. You know. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Well then, because we live in such a shameful world, everybody's got yeah. an opinion about everything, and mm-hmm. I think that more now in now that we're officially into a new year, 2019, especially women are more open and empowered to just have sex if they want to, right? You well, know, and- without caring if they get judged, because there's no more a box that we have to put ourselves in. Mm-hmm. This box doesn't exist, right? So it shouldn't exist anyway, right? So I think that women are feeling more out there, like yeah, yeah, I just. Talked to a guy last night. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Or I didn't. And I wanted to. You know, like right. whatever. Unfortunately, my sentences normally end with, and it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And it was okay. <laughs> Do you regret it? No. <laughs> At least I won't sit and wonder. Wonder. Yeah, the wonder. The wonder the game. Wonder. Uh, but yeah, anyway, back to the, the situation ship that you had. Yeah, Let's yeah. Let's hear so, about it from the beginning. From the beginning. <laughs> we met through a friend. Like, I want to like say. Like an organic member? member yeah, it was. Uh, and we member. had it like, there was chemistry like right off the bat. Like, I was kind of like, who is this guy? And it was vice versa. Yeah. So it was like, okay. And he was in entertainment and I was working towards being in entertainment. So it was kind of like. All right, we both had similar interests, so this was good. So we stayed connected because he had lived all over and he was moving around for his career. So we had stayed connected. I knew that anything wasn't going to happen, so we'd like connect when we could and whatever. But then when I got into my radio career... How, so how long ago was this? God when damn we first it. met, it was uh, <laughs> like somewhere between 8 and 10 years ago mm, when Jesus. we first met. Yeah. Then we kind of stayed in contact, supported each other on social media, and then... You know, he would start to say, like, hey, I want to come see you in my last place that I was at. I had heard that he had a relationship, but I didn't have confirmation because he never brought it up. And at that time, I wasn't in a place with myself where I was asking questions. I was just like, I don't want to ask, you know? Yeah. And then and, his, had, and on his social, he didn't share? No, no, it was all career. And that's another sign, ladies or men, too. <laughs> let's not single you out. When there's no photos of that person's significant other, that's a really big red flag. That's narcissism. That's like, I get it that you want it to be about your profession, but if you're in a serious, serious relationship with someone and there's not one photo of that person on your social media, that's a red flag. Yeah, that's narcissism. (laughs) That's like. Well, because at that point, they're purposely hiding. Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel feel like whether. Yeah, I feel like whether it's your business social media account or not something that humanizes you is your relationships that you have and if you are in a serious relationship married etc uh people are nosy as fuck and want to know like there's so you're purposefully hiding this information Mm -hmm. even oprah let us in right (laughs) right Right. even oprah there there's a there's a fight. There's a, a rebuttal. You know, like even Oprah. Let us in. So what's your excuse? Yeah, I was actually in a secret relationship as well outside of this person that I had that same situation. So yeah, my my dating life has been very wild, and wow. that was his excuse too. He was like, "Yeah, but you know, I don't, 
I don't want it to be about my personal life. I want it to be professional. Yeah, no, it's because you're out there fun. fucking other women and cheating on me. <laughs> That's <laughs> real reason, okay? But anyways, back to the story. So. <laughs> Let's not get far off. Um, so I, I had a person that came to me and was like, he's got a girlfriend. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, came out that her, a friend of her somehow let it out like, oh, yeah, and she's th- dating so-and-so in the name because the name was very not common. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, wait a minute. So is this friend. So then it came out. So then he calls me when I'm in another state and was like, why are you telling people we're dating? And I was like, what do you first of all, you live here and I live here. Who would ever believe that we're dating? And then like we didn't talk for like two years. So then... Why are uh, you telling people we're dating? Right. I was like, because he was on a date with me in her car. Oh. And I didn't even know this at the time. I was like, you gotta be shitting me. Wait, was this the before the two years? Yes. The, yes. Oh. This was, this was before I moved out of the state. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, back up. No way. I need to, no way. I need to figure out this timeline here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the timeline, so 2011. We'll, we'll, sure. 2011, I left. That's when we finally were, like, really kind of connecting. Mm-hmm. But I also knew I was leaving. So that's when he had the girlfriend already in place, but he was trying to, like, get to know me deeper. You met him as but he had a girlfriend. No. Oh, okay. I met him before that. Oh, yeah. yeah 2008, yeah. you guys met. Right. You were talking in the same town. Yeah. Well, when he would come and visit, because he was off doing other things. Sure, he had a he he picked up a wifey between eight and eleven. Yes, but still continued to talk to you about yes. it. Yes, no, I know no, she existed. Not about it, but, but like talk, talk to, to you yes. and connect and be like, "What's going on? Catch me up with your career." Blah blah blah. And then he came to see you in yeah, her we car. Were like, yeah, like hanging out and stuff. Did you fuck him? Well, yeah, we were sleeping together. Everything. Okay, see, there's. <laughs> Ding ding ding! Yeah, no. Shebang. Yeah. Did you fuck him in her car? No. Damn. Okay. No. In my house. I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) But that was my twenties. But she didn't know that it wasn't his car. Well, that's what I'm getting at. It's the fact that the the impact that he came to see you in her car. Yeah. And And so that came out in the process, and I was like. And I felt bad for her. Yeah. I didn't feel yeah. bad for me because I already moved on. I was living in another state. But right. I'm like, oh, and you're you're not. And she was in denial. She was like, no, that didn't happen. Okay. And mm. I was like, hmm, that's sad. So anyways, the time goes on. He <laughs> still reaches you. out, okay, after like maybe not talking for two years. So then the next place that I live, he wasn't too far from it. And then he was like, I really want to come see you. He's like, you know, let's catch up, blah, blah, blah. It's not too far. Like he was going to come and i was like all right well sure but then the person that you know was in my ear like yeah but he you know he does have a girlfriend like it's on her social media that they're in a relationship and that they're living in the same place that they were living and i was like same female yes still with him so then like weeks later because we would like (laughs) talk on the phone for like an over an hour like there was a connection there you know but it wasn't, uh, we, we hadn't seen each other since 2011. So then this person was like, yeah, um, check this out. Sends me a photo of the baby registry oh. online oh. with his girlfriend's name on it. And, and his, his name. name? Exactly. First and last name. Oh. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
you're, hold on. You're having oh. hour-long conversations hour with this man. conversations and, about relationships, how, like, because I... And never once did never. it slip that he no. had no. somebody pregnant. No. Well, how did he have time for this? No. So I assume they live together. Oh, yeah. They live together. How did he? Because he has what I believe two sides to him. He's got the who you would want him to be, especially like the go-getter in the career. And then he's got this other life that he hides. Uh, and, shame is a hell of a thing, isn't it? You know? And I again, I'm like, man, you're pregnant just, right now and you don't even know. Or maybe you do because a woman's intuition is real. You know when your man is just not committed to you right yeah and i was like and you're pregnant right now and you don't even know what he's doing you know like he's starting to holler at me and come see me <sighs> you know it's so, oh man so then i wait i was like because at the time i was still in that whole i re i react strongly and not like count and breathe and you know? oh yeah you're reactionary so, yeah, yeah very much so i was like no no i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna wait till the next time like he would call me on my birthday like and wish me happy birthday even if he was busy yeah yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to wait till the next time I talk to him. So we talk on the phone. I wait to get all the career stuff out of the way. So we're about half hour. How do you sit there patiently? Because I had the power. I had the information. I wanted to. Because you can't just like, so what? You pregnant? You know, is your girl (laughs) pregnant? You know, like I wanted to just massage the conversation and get to the point where. That's you know, what, that's yeah. what I do. You know, I love to like yeah. play it cool. Everything's yeah, fine. And then just slide it in, you know. Like, hey, by the way, <laughs> slide it in. I'm looking like, at your baby registry. <laughs> so, um, how's your son doing? <laughs> no, it's it's and it was perfect. For, it's the gift registry or the yeah. actual birth. No, okay, it was gift, the gift for the baby shower. Oh, yeah, got it. So, yeah, so she was like, "I see that you need some diapers on your <laughs> list." <laughs> so I, 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 I just sent you guys a gift. I hope you get it. Soon. Because it did say send to the place. That would have been even. uh, That would have been my move. If it was a picture of you, just like with your middle finger up, (laughs) that was the card, and then there's a box of diapers addressed just to the mom. Like, fuck you. He's a piece of shit. Here's your diapers. Yeah. 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 You should. You can do this on your own. Bail out. Right. Yeah. So we got to the point the conversation was perfect because we were talking about relationships and how I didn't make it a priority. <laughs> so then I was like, well, since we're on this topic, Make relationships a priority or him a priority? Relationships. Okay. In general. Like, In general. Yeah, okay. Because his career is so important. <laughs> but I was talking about me. She's talking I, about her. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, so yeah. So I was like, okay. Um, since we're on the topic of relationships, are you going to ever tell me that you have a girlfriend? Ooh. And then it was like quiet. And he's like, I mean, that's why I want to come see you because we need to have a face to face conversation. Oh, oh come on. I'm sorry, but FaceTime was a thing then, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Like, yes, this was just like three, two years ago. Yeah. Like, yes. Get your shit yes. together, bro. I was like, oh, so you want to come see me and have a face to face conversation? I said, well, I think you just need to tell me, like, because I know you have a girlfriend. And he's like, yeah, yes, I have a girlfriend. He's like, but it's not. It's not good. It's not going good. Yeah. You know, and all it's, the excuses that yeah. like, men start to like throw. He clearly at you. didn't realize that you had known about right. this for a year or so, knew that this was the same person for years. Right. And I was like, okay. And then he like went into explanation on why it wasn't good and all this stuff. I go, well, you know, I also heard that, you know, you're going to be a dad. <laughs> I'm like, so congratulations. 
And he's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I heard that you're going to be a dad, like that she's pregnant. He's like, no. I go, so she's not pregnant. You have a girlfriend that you're probably going to be on the outs with maybe from what you're telling me, but you're not going to be a dad. He's like, no. I go, well, that's really funny because I'm looking at the baby registry online. And he's like, who sent that to you? <clears throat> and I was like, oh, I mean, I lied. I was like, oh, I was looking up stuff and like your photos and like seeing what you were doing in your career. And this popped up. And he was like, oh. you're like, Google, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> who sent that to you? The internet. <laughs> I know. Because I didn't want to throw the person out of the book. No, obviously. That's the motherfucking truth. Divine intervention is a real thing. The universe is like, bitch, back up. You're not moving forward with this guy. Next. So he was like, will you do me a favor? He's like, will you actually send that to me? I go, I would be glad to send this to you. More than happy. Here we go. And then we wrapped up the conversation and I never heard from him again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. And it had her name and his name. On the baby registry, and I was like, okay. Wow. Still, I, still I, to this day, no photos of either. Wow. Yeah. Well, now you know the girlfriend's name. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, well, known. You've, you have known, mm-hmm. but... Uh, and she knew me, too, obviously. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, he's dumb enough to do this in his own circle. Right. Uh, Moron. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's interesting to me, though, that he didn't lie about the relationship. But then chose to lie about the baby. Right. Why not? Like, it's surprising to me that he was coming clean and think, not when, trying to, I don't know. I think when people, like, in their minds are having such a hard time that something happened in their life, like a major life change, I think they're, they go into panic mode and mm-hmm. so they just lie. Because or is it denial? Life, yeah, denial. It's not the life that they wanted. You know, maybe they got into, you know, I don't know. There could be a plethora of reasons, but. I had a similar situation happen not too long ago, I met a guy. We like clicked immediately. Everything was great. I'm like, okay, so what's the catch? He was like, there's no catch. Nothing's wrong. I have no baggage. I'm like, you have no kids. He's like, nope, no kids. I said, you have no ex wife. He's like, nope, never been married. And then I Google his ass and I find his YouTube video with him and his kid and him, you know, and his. In his former wife's home with him, and she's pregnant again. Oh. Like, w- wait, a m- I'm very confused because you just straightforward lied to my face. And of course, I continued the relationship for way too long, I feel, mm-hmm. at this point. But it was like the balls you have, the balls you have mm-hmm. to deny it, especially in this day and age when I can Google you right. and find shit about you. <clears throat> What's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah, this uh World Wide Web. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite the tool. I got blinded. It, it really by is. It. You can yeah. find anything out on anybody. Yeah. I got blinded by the dick, let's be real. <laughs> you got yeah, dickmatized. <laughs> <laughs> I always love that word. Dick-matized. I know. I know. Because I, I know I've been guilty of it in my I know. Life. The first time I heard that was on uh Queens of Comedy. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Queens of Comedy? I'm pretty sure I have. Oh, it's so good. I don't remember which uh, queen it was that said it, but it stuck with me forever because I was like, God damn it, I've been digmatized too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It happens. It happens. It does. It's like a real thing. Digmatisms. <laughs> right. Yeah. I personally am so floored that people honestly think they can get away with lying when it is so easily accessible. 
But I think there's just, there's also been a steady amount of women who, like his girlfriend, may know and continue to stay in the relationship. And, you know, and so uh, to them, they're like, well, it's working for me, right? But I used to be her. And that's why I started my podcast about self love is because I used to tolerate bullshit from men. I would just accept it. I would lay down with them. I would tolerate the lies. I would tolerate the crumbs until you get to a point where you don't want to take crumbs and you know that you deserve the whole fucking meal. You yeah. Know, like you don't, you don't just want crumbs anymore. You right. want the whole fucking meal. So yep. give it to me. And if you can't, then peace. Right. You know, I wish you the best. But not everybody has that inner strength. And I don't think that she did. No. And yeah, you know, I've been both of those women mm-hmm. at different points in my life. And I definitely don't have a problem with being alone. Like a lot of people jump to the conclusion, like they're staying with them because they don't want to be alone. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that's it. Like there's a lot of other fears and acknowledgements Mm -hmm. and dick and other things that are keeping you around. Well, okay. So it's the fear of change and you're comfortable. You have a, like, let's say you live with this person it's that all of a sudden you have to uproot everything that's happening in your mm-hmm. life that right. you know that is comfortable, that is your home, that is not at your job, it's not being social, it's where you go to be at peace and relax. And all of a sudden there's this disruption and you have to like up, you have to take everything that you know and move it somewhere else and start over. Yeah. And that scares people. Yeah. The thought of it starting does. over scares people. And I've not- done it only 700 times. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's. <laughs> Like, it's not easy. It's not easy no matter who you are, no matter how strong you are. At the end of the day, it's not fucking easy to take everything that you have Mm -hmm. that's been put in its place that you see every day and go to sleep and wake up with and then go to a different place and try to rearrange physically and emotionally all that stuff again. Like, it's difficult. It is. My, My last real serious relationship, we lived together for a year. And it was hard when we broke up. We both knew it was just going to happen, but he did it on my birthday weekend. <gasps> yeah. So he took That's me out for my birthday. He took me out for my birthday. We went out of town, oh. had a great night, and then we had the talk the next day, and I think, and that was maybe Saturday, and then by Sunday he was out. And so I had wow. to stand in the kitchen and watch him separate our utensils. <laughs> you know, like everything <laughs> being divided, and you're like, this is fucking horrible. <laughs> I mean, it was my own, like, I could yeah. have left. But I was like, no, I'm going to stand right here and I'm going to watch you separate yeah. our tools that we used to cook breakfast together. <laughs> and I, that's the funny thing. I think like the last two times. You're like, that's my goddamn spatula. <laughs> I, I did. Because I had like certain tools in the kitchen when I cared at the time, you know, because back then I cared about like stuff like that. I was like, no, that's actually mine because it, it cuts potatoes really good. <laughs> I mean the petty level that oh, comes out oh, at these moments. Petty. The petty, real petty. Here's like the, you want to hear a good petty story? I was with this guy for almost seven years. Right, we had made a life together. It wasn't which yeah. recently I people move into my place and then they leave my place and there's only like a truckload of shit that was there. It's mm-hmm. fine, but we lived together. We had a life together. You know, for almost seven years, we were a, a unit, and we broke up. I left. I went back to wherever I came from and I left all of my stuff. Yeah. There. Another dimension. Yeah, right. 
It actually did feel like another fucking dimension. <laughs> but eventually I got enough money to where I could rent a U-Haul, go back and get all my things. And as we had conversations about, okay, I'm only going to take this, this, and this. You don't have this, so I'll leave it here for you. I don't technically need it. I'm over here now. Mm-hmm. We had all these conversations about what we were going to do with the stuff that we had together, like amicable. And then I got there and I found notes from this bitch who I knew was a bad part of the picture to begin with. And I was told, oh, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. But then I saw, like, I love you notes. And I saw red. And I put mm-hmm. that, I put everything I could fucking find in that house that had any semblance, resemblance of being ours. It was then mine. Yeah. I took silverware. I took chairs around the table. I took rugs. Did you leave the table and take the chairs? Yes. <laughs> I you took, gotta stand when you eat. I took a dry erase board that had his personal oh, business shit on and it. That one will hit him probably too. It, I took yeah. I took core. bookshelves yeah. that I made for him and left the books on the floor like. Petty level mm-hmm. one billion. <laughs> I was done. I was so furious that U-Haul was fucking bursting at the seams. And my parents were with me and they were like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking very sure about this. <laughs> Did I use any of that stuff for five years? Not a one. A lot of it I threw away. Your ego was happy. Like, no, this is mine. I don't even, I like blacked out with anger. I was yeah. so ra- full of rage. Yeah. Like well, I took especially, it was furniture. Like, if, it wasn't the, if it wasn't the I love you, I think you would have been like, whatever. But it's it was probably the I love you. No, right? it was like, I love you, babe. I'm going to be here for you. She doesn't mean anything to me. You know, we're supposed to be together. And I was like, Bleh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, and like at that time, I had a boyfriend that was with me, helping me, and I was like, "You might have to sit in the back. I gotta put the front seat down. I need this rug now." Like I was so furious. Yeah, and there was, yeah. and you know, I, we still talk now, and we're we're totally fine. You know, we yeah. we worked our demons out. You know, therapy was involved, and blah blah blah, and we're friends. Yeah. But it's like, and we can look back and laugh at it. Right, but when you're going through it, it's not funny. But it's not no, funny. it's not funny. It's not funny. I took. He didn't have silverware. He didn't have pots and pans. Yeah. He didn't have utensils to cook with. I took a cutting boards. Yeah. I took fucking cutting boards. Oh, yeah. I was done. <laughs> you're like, you're not going to have shit. No. Yeah, yeah. No. Last time I lived with a boyfriend was a long time ago. But yeah. when we broke up, it was not nice either. Actually, you should probably tell that story. Oh, that's that takes like an hour. So no, not really. <laughs> No, but that was like the second breakup. <sighs> yeah, because there's always two. Yeah. If there's someone, there's two. Because we broke up and he moved out, but we were still sleeping together. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. Same situation. Yeah, yeah. same. So then I ended up leaving the state. Yeah. So I was like, well, I have my out. And I actually gave him my TV. And that I actually am grateful for because then it stopped me watching TV. I was like, here, you just take the fucking TV. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking TV. And then I started my enlightenment journey. So I was like, I kind of actually, it was a, it's a good thing that you for got sure. my Yeah. <laughs> no, but you, yeah. So honestly, round one breakup was the moving out, right? Yeah. And we were in an apartment together and uh, it was a two bedroom. He was sleeping in the other room. And all my stuff was boxed up in the living room. And every day, you know, I'd be trying to like put more and more stuff and it bothered him to look at it. It didn't bother me to look at it. Mm -hmm. So I kept just piling and piling more shit up. (laughs) 
And then uh, the move out day, I don't remember if he ended up saying this to me or if he texted to me, but it sticks in my head. And he was like, you didn't even leave any Tupperware? No. No. You seriously fucking took the chairs? <laughs> oh my God, I don't have any forks? Like, it was a series of, like, un- it was like a series of messages over a couple yeah. span, like an hour, couple yeah. hour span of, like, discovery one after another after yeah. another. And then it was just like, you took the fucking picture off the wall. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> Because it was fucking mine. Right. Yeah. That's why. See, looking back, I guess him and I had a really peaceful separation because we were like dividing our shit. Like he even actually left yeah. me money to pay for the rest of. Yeah. The I never so I mean, that, no. yeah. So I guess that wasn't you know, yeah. it was peaceful, but it was still hard to watch. You know, it is hard to watch when you're separating the life that you thought that you were going to have. Well, exactly. That's it. It's the realization that your life is not where you thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know, you're like. I'm X years old and I'm starting over and this isn't how I envisioned my life to go. And that's the part that I think gets people and why they don't want to either, you know, pull the trigger mm-hmm. or they're okay with being treated poorly. Right. Because otherwise it's too much of a reality that mm-hmm. their life isn't like a movie, which right. I mean, movies are the worst. God, yeah. tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah. I mean, it's the illusion. It's the illusion of what you think. And compared to the reality. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was actually me that with with my ex, he called me out on it. He was like, okay, fine. Then after we had moved out, he was like, then quit your job because of what we were both doing and be my girlfriend and move in with me. And I was like, oh, no. Nah. Like, He's like, I thought you said your heart wanted what it wanted. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, um, we need a brain to function <laughs> right. too. And in that moment, I was like, fuck, he was right the whole time. You know? <laughs> like, he was right the whole time. And I'm sitting here like, la-da-da, I love you. No, yeah, that was that was hard, too. Mm. So it's like people's illusions and what they think, you know? It's, well, yeah, it's a story you paint for yourself. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Well, quickly, so I'll talk about breakup number two with yeah, the same guy, right? Because you have to, because it's hilarious. It, it is a situation ship of its own. After we broke up, we were together for four years. We had lived together for like three out of the four years. Yeah, that's a long time. And then, and this was in my mid-20s. So when we broke up, I think I was maybe 27, 26 or 27. We met at the tail end of this. Yeah. And I don't know. There was a Gia. God damn it. Podcast pet. Leave the guest alone. Podcast pet. Leave the guest alone. Uh, we had a very intense, fiery type of relationship. We were very opposites, uh, which all I'm saying that for is that obviously the sex was amazing. So I could have just let that go. <laughs> And um, for a year, Gia, for a year, uh, we were doing whatever it was that we were doing. Mm -hmm. Unclear. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, Gia, you're not going to let me tell this story. I got it. Um, And I found a new place, blah, blah, blah. And we still shared quite a bit of feelings with each other. Uh, Told each other. What do you mean? 
not physically, right? Like, we, oh no, like no, physically. We, I remember. Yeah, now. no, I'm like, no, we definitely kept sleeping together. That was the entire <laughs> premise of what I just said. But not only was it just sleeping together, it was still saying like, I love you and stuff mm-hmm. occasionally, like mm-hmm. sharing things emotionally. But I couldn't say that I was like dating him and I was not proud of myself for continuing to see him. Classic denial. Right. Right. <laughs> I called him. Yeah. And I was trying to still like date other people and find other people like thinking like that'll help me move on, you know? And then she met me. And <laughs> yeah. And then I met, and I was like, what's up with this? And she was like, I don't know. I'm like, you need to get, just let it go, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And one of my friends had said that she saw him at the gym with another chick and that he looked like he had got caught. She's like, he had this face like Mm -hmm. he got caught. Mm -hmm. And I had consistently asked him if he was seeing anybody else. But I mean, like seriously seeing somebody else, like actually dating, like having a relationship. He kept telling me no. So he was lying to me this entire time. However, I couldn't at the same time uh, feel like I had the right to get mad about it because we weren't together. Right. You know, and I'm telling my friend, like, I don't know what to do. We're not together. We didn't say we're going to be together. We're just having this situation ship thing until it plays out. But then it played out very, very poorly it is not a proud moment. The girl I knew and they had worked together for quite some time and he was lying to both of us. And mm. I think they were, uh, they had kind of shared things like they were sharing like a cell phone bill. Like they were like oh. serious, like relationship codependency. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. And, um, yeah. Lord. And I didn't realize the seriousness of all of it uh, until she reached out to me like via Facebook messenger mm-hmm. and was saying, I caught him, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know that he's been, you know, saying this stuff to the both of us. He was telling both of us that we we're his world, mm-hmm. that he loved, us, you know, like deep shit to two people at the same time. And I was like, I don't know why you felt the need to lie to me because I just sat here and said we could see other people and I'm asking you if you're seeing other people. Like, I, like I would have actually been okay with yeah. the seeing other people part, but it was the lying part mm-hmm. and the fact that the relationship was at some other level that he pretended it wasn't. And I met up with her. Like we went and like, oh wow, yeah, we went and I had a around, little. Uh, I was around during this time, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, <laughs> you just uh, huh? <laughs> what, what are you gonna go do? You just yeah. you, went, you went and shared yeah. a meal with who? Yeah, <laughs> and why? Yeah. We, so I met up with her, and we were basically exchanging horror stories. Right, I was really comfortable with the entire situation, and I felt very mature when I was talking about it with her Mm -hmm. and I could tell that she was like way in over her head and she was definitely in that spot where she did not want to lose him did not want to walk away from it Mm -hmm. she could have been doing all of this just to get me out of the picture digmatized who knows but (laughs) there's a drinking word (laughs) yeah and uh (laughs) and then all of a sudden 
I felt this like rage inside where I wanted to confront him. Mm-hmm. And it was because of the lying part of it. And I went to his apartment and she followed me like separately in her car. And I went to his apartment and I was knocking on the door and uh, he wasn't answering. He left his door unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> Like, wait, wait, wait. Go in? I just I'm went just in. Gonna, I'm wait, hold on. I took I just, that as a. Hold on. You can come in. <laughs> hold on. You're you're missing the my favorite fucking part. What? You guys got on the phone. You and the other female got. On oh the yeah, phone. she was on the phone. She put her phone in her purse, and it was so like, that she, so could, she hear. could hear it. And then this bitch <laughs> fucking in, mission impossible up to the door. She wasn't just like parking her car and walking up to the door. She like. Went in the shadows and was like, I was sneaking. She snuck. She <laughs> snuck like. Do you see what men put us through? She snuck okay, like. I'm, I'm I'm one with the wall, scooching <laughs> behind bushes. And she didn't. No, she didn't just fucking casually walk up to the door and walk in. She like did this whole like 007 shit. She's doing Fuck, cartwheels bump. on the side. Dun, 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 dun. No, like panic rolls, like dropping down on a cord, dropping a shoulder, <laughs> yeah. doing a whole like. I mean, the only thing that would have made this better is if there was some sort of like stunts that I could have done dropping down from the ceiling. Either way, you missed that part, and that was one of my favorite parts of the story. So she, so she's telling me the story about how she fucking like does all this Mission Impossible stunt move, like in the shadow with her little heels on and her phone in her purse, and the phone's on with this other female, and she gets up to the door and she doesn't. She, you knocked, didn't you? I knocked. And then she just walked right in. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, knock. All right, I right, take that as a invite. Well, who leaves their door unlocked? Right. I, so yeah, that was a sign. Go in. I <laughs> so I go in the apartment, and I'm looking around for him, and I don't see him anywhere. He was in the bathroom taking a shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> so oh my I, God. I like. Uh, bust the bathroom door open and he's on the toilet. <laughs> Full of shit. And, yeah. <laughs> and a little bit scared to death because he's like seeing how rageful I am. And I confront him. I'm like screaming though. Like screaming, like hitting him. Like you were hitting him, yeah, like not hard, but so just kind of like you know, she, like the whole like he's on the shitter. Hold no, on. at this point oh, he's okay. he's Hold up. On. You're really he's skipping up. all the details but, that make this like, story the best story ever. You're kicking his ass <laughs> on the shitter. No, she's like, <laughs> so she's telling me the story. She's no, like, just got I walk upstairs. <laughs> I walk upstairs, and the yeah. water's running. Like he had been at the kitchen sink, and the water's running, and he wasn't around. So then I went around and I looked and I realized he was in the bathroom. And then I waited by the bathroom and then I heard the water running in the bathroom. So I kicked open the door and walked <laughs> through the door. And then the door hit the closet behind the door and slammed shut behind me. Yeah. So then I was now we're both in the bathroom and it smells like shit. Him. It smells like <laughs> shit and he's been surprised. Like <laughs> he's not been surprised. A, she's like telling me the story and I'm like, oh, you're a bad bitch. Like this is this is, I think this was before like we had gone to the bar together and we knew we were gonna be best friends for life. 
<laughs> so she's telling me this story. I'm like, oh, uh, don't forget, she had her purse on her. So female that he's fucking on the other on the side is still listening to all of this. Yeah. Wow. Then she goes in on him wow. with her fucking purse and starts swinging her purse at him <laughs> and he hits him with her purse. Like, wow, this is like a really intense scene out of a it's, movie. It's insane. And he just like, you were making a movie. And he took a huge <laughs> dump, so it smelled like literal shit in there. Dude and then shit. he <laughs> finally, he like, he got me under control. He was a very muscular fellow so it's not like it took him that much to get me under control wait can you imagine nicole like yo fuck you <laughs> fuck you now now yeah now and then the purse <laughs> yeah purse. get yeah. off of me now like just <laughs> <laughs> being wrangled so it how was, did it end that day uh we got out of the bathroom and i said some ridiculous stuff i don't even remember what i said to him about him being terrible human and as i was exiting the apartment she was walking in no 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 (laughs) as i was exiting though i'm going down the stairs because he had an upper level i went down the stairs and i was like and lock your fucking doors (laughs) (laughs) what's your safety tip as i'm leaving For the future, future reference, lock your fucking door. <laughs> I bet you he never unlocks his door ever know. since you. I know. Sure. He's I like, know. he's probably got three locks on that bitch. Like yeah. one, two, yeah, and three. And uh, he followed me outside because he thought that I was gonna like key his car or something. But I didn't. I didn't do any actual property damage. No, I didn't even. Just, I didn't hit him enough. That's immature. I didn't hit yeah. him like hard enough to like even bruise him or anything. You know, it was just yeah. more of like an aggressive. No, you how, flailed at him. You yeah, flailed, flailed at him with I your flailed. Purse. <laughs> flailed. I always like that word. Flailed. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then him and the other chick kept seeing each other. You know. And. I don't know she, why. She still like hits she her won. up to this day. I think she did feel like she won. Yeah. It didn't last long, though. Yeah. This still ended up ending. And he continued to reach out to me every so often. Stalking her on LinkedIn. That was fun. Because he's like, this is love. Like, every... <laughs> yeah. He's like, that woman loves me. He was vaginatized. Vagina, yeah. Vagina, oh, well. <laughs> I'm sure we're, we're much over our hour at this point. No, we're not. Oh, boy. You know what I've learned? That was in, very revealing. <laughs> you're like, well, I can after that. I know. My wife is almost gone. I think what has helped me progress through my dating and my situationships, because I've had more situationships than relationships, if I'm very vulnerable about it, um, is that people look at life through their perspective. So it's kind of like, I actually thank the men in my adult life that didn't give me the attention or were so emotionally unavailable because it kept pushing me to strive more in my career mm-hmm. and create. So I actually thank them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, because it's like, that's a very positive way. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're going to focus on like all the bad shit that happened. And you know, it's like, it's just, yeah. Right. So I look at everybody looks at life through their own scope. Same. You know, I think at this point, me personally, I look at everything as an opportunity for improvement, mm-hmm. which is so irritating because it's so corporate, but <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's where I got it from. It's like, oh, I kind of fucked up, but like what happened and why? And like, oh, I get there's this good part I can gain or learn or 
take from it and move yeah. forward going like, I'll never be doing this again because I remember the last time I did this. Yeah. I was yeah. stuck in a shitty, literal I, shitty apartment. With I, a shitty I, man. I suppose I could thank him because I just know now uh, all of the signs much, much sooner if somebody's lying to me or has something else going on or whatever. Uh, and it's, I don't tolerate it. Yeah. anymore and i yeah i think of myself much higher like that the if i want something more from somebody to just say it right. and if they don't to move on right and now i'm too old for all that yeah well and yeah. it's connecting the dots too like if you look back at all the people that yeah. you have dated or situationships or whatever you want to call it yeah it just directed you to where you are today. And I, I'm happy that these situations right. didn't work out for me. Well, I mean, right. There are other ones that would, that I add to the list and I'm like, Ooh, thank you. you know, I know. I, if I would have gotten married here. to any of my previous Ooh, boyfriends, I'd be divorced. divorced. <laughs> I remember my first real relationship in high school. I broke up with him when I was 20. Cause I realized at that time I did not want to be with one person for the rest of my life. I was like, I am too young. Yeah. And I did crazy you know, too, isn't it? Yeah. Like all these kids, I used oh. to live um, in a place where getting married before you were able to drink was a common occurrence. Mm -hmm. And I would work these bridal shows like convention center bridal shows and there would be gaggle of women that would show up and they would all be roughly 20 years old Somebody would already be pregnant and married. Mm -hmm. And then somebody would also already be engaged by like 18. 18. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Following the society <clears throat> imaginary timeline. If I got married, not even to any of my ex-wifers, just married in general in my 20s, I'm not the same person. I don't know how a relationship can survive when people get married really young. I'm like... You're not this like right. you, you, I guess they found the right person to grow with together. That's another thing. But mm -hmm. there are there are and it, we're like man bashing maybe a little bit, but there are men out there who grow with people. Yeah. And but they like It all depends. I mean, it all depends on who you are and yeah. who you compliment with, right. you know? And there are people I've seen that have grown together and it's been beautiful. Mm -hmm. I've been a little jealous, but at the same time not really. Because it is what it is. <laughs> so, I, I am. My corporate saying is that everyone has their own journey. Absolutely. <laughs> That's my corporate and saying. And, and I believe in, in everything happening for a reason and you're meant to be with who you're meant to be with mm -hmm. no matter how long it takes. I really I've had a lot that. of guys recently because I've been single now for three years and I've had a lot of guys say, well, what are you waiting for? And I'm like, I'm not waiting. Just the correct person hasn't appeared yet. Like... Yeah, exactly. The way that your face looks is how I look at them. And, I, <laughs> and then they, and I start twitching. I've had people say that, <laughs> that, you know, I mean, it's great that like, you know, because I always made my career number one priority. And yeah. that's why I put my personal life on the back burner. Um, but I've had people say that because I am 35, I don't have a marriage under my belt or kids. Some, that when I'm out in the dating world, it looks like something's wrong with you. And yeah, I said, for yeah. Sure. Because I haven't gone through a divorce, there's something wrong with me. I know. That's ridiculous. It's, it is. It's like, see, offensive. See, that's where I'm offensive. not afraid to eat at the table alone. Unless no. you can meet me and put two hands, not a pinky, not right. an elbow. <laughs> I want two hands on the table. I'll eat by myself. Yeah. And that's the thing. I look at myself as like, yeah, I didn't fail. I'm a unicorn in this world of dating yeah. where I have a good career. I have I make decent money. 
I have my own stuff, my own things, and I don't have any baggage. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with me. It's just I haven't found somebody I can tolerate enough to want to go through all the shit I'm going through with Right, to go somebody. through life Yeah, your partner. Mm-hmm. I haven't found one. And that's not a big deal. To me, in my opinion, that's fine. But I do, unfortunately, do that thing where I look at somebody, I'm like, they don't have this or not this. Okay, they don't have any baggage. Like, what's the fucking catch? Are they crazy? And a lot of the times they are. (laughs) 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 So it's like, I get it. Oh, that's so funny. But at the same time, it's like a double-edged sword. I think, and it's fear too. (laughs) Fear of settling with one person forever. And quote, forever. Oh, I don't care about it. I'm like down. Like, let's, okay. I would rather actually be with someone. Right. I know I can tolerate life with, have fun, all that stuff with one person than laying down with multiple people because that's yeah there's so much deeper into that that's dna that's energy swap that's you know okay what what is that like it's just you want to be with it's exhausting for me me, i want to be with one person that you can get wild with and intimate and Mm -hmm. romantic like you like that you'll do crazy shit with yeah with that one person all the time right i know i have many people have that like one person forever oh, my oh yeah i don't have that fear either you won't i know <laughs> i'm tired of strange dick, strange dick yeah. i'm not i'm not done with my whole face <laughs> no i i'm actually proud of this it's the first time in my life that i have been celibate I started off the fucking chair. She's like, I'm sorry, did you say what? What did you say? No, I'm very proud of that. I mean, I'm proud of you too, because shit, girl, I couldn't be there. <laughs> I used to not be able to, but I Yeah. Because I'm waiting for the, and I know it's going to sound so like, like Charlotte from Sex and the City. I have nothing in common with Charlotte from Sex and the City. I was more Samantha for most of my adult life, but I just, I want to be with that one person, you know? So yeah. So I'm kind of like, I don't want to just have strange hookups. I know. I keep telling people like the next, my next boyfriend is going to be my husband. I'm not just going to have a relationship and have a boyfriend to have one. Yeah. Like that's how I'm looking at it. So dating with intention. Yeah. Yeah. And I love spending time by myself. I don't know about you ladies. Yeah. I mean, I love, no, I'm really good at it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like, like, you know, taking myself out. No. Yeah. Staring at myself in the mirror. I like standing naked in front of the mirror. (laughs) I like to dance. It's fine. You know, like, I mean, there's just all types of things I do by myself. So until you can come and match me, I guess this is it. Yeah. That's yeah. Me. Yeah. The codependency thing is not. Yeah. That's a really big issue at it this is. point anymore. It's like they've learned to be codependent on somebody and that codependency fell apart. And now they have all this baggage and they have ties to that person. And then they look for a new codependency. Mm-hmm. It's. It's not like you're capable of holding yourself up and doing yourself alone anymore. You are looking literally for somebody else to be accountable for. Yeah. Like be accountable for yourself, like your own actions. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I did that. And that's where we're at right now. And I'm okay with it. Instead of like, is this okay that I did this? Like, mm. don't look for that. Mm-hmm. Don't look for that. Validation outside of yourself. It's so terrible. Mm-hmm. At the end of every episode, we do what we call add a girls. And we're, it's that time. <laughs> Swift. Yeah. Swift about face. Um, and we like to just say what we're proud of ourselves for doing. So, uh, yeah, every week, because the show is weekly on Thursdays, uh, we say what we're happy about 
proud of ourselves. Or what we did that like was a positive yeah, thing a positive that thought. And my Atta girl, it did not end up turning out well. But initially, the intention was good. <laughs> Intention. Oh. The intention was good. And I uh I accidentally matched with somebody that I have in common, like a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. He looked very different than when I had met him. And normally in those situations, I would totally run the other way. And I was like, let my let me just give this a chance. Mm-hmm. Although even last time that I had met him, I thought he had bothered me. Turns out he still does, <laughs> but <laughs> confirmation. I did not, you know, do the rinse repeat cycle. <laughs> I gave him my phone number, you know, gave it a shot. Mm-hmm. Just because it didn't work out doesn't mean that I didn't actually have a growth moment from that. No, you definitely did. <laughs> she relearned to listen to her gut. That's good. That's good, though. That's huge. Uh, We also do side pieces, which are shorter uh, episodes that it's just like a little snippets of stories. Or it's a short story, not for a full length. And I'm going to do a side piece about this situation. That's so good. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Sarah? Yeah. My Atta Girl. I uh, learned that... Okay, there's that show on Netflix with that woman who does like tidying her house. You know, she was like, mm-hmm. I don't remember what the name of it is right it's now. It's tidying up with that woman's name. Okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> I've I heard about it and tidying up is the new like black apparently. And I've been I'm typically kind of OCD about cleanliness in my home, but recently mm-hmm. as of late I've not been and I've started to get back into the habit of like you have a dishwasher just put it in the dishwasher. Why are you leaving it in the sink? So I've started to do these like little micro things that build up over time into like bigger things. And I'm proud of myself for that because I got real lazy real quick over the last year. And then all of a sudden it takes me like five hours to clean my house because it's just a <laughs> fucking disaster. <laughs> That's what I'm proud of myself for That's right good. now. It's always connected. Small and the big wins. It's always connected to me for like maintenance. It is <laughs> maintenance. I'm always like, do you have a different Atta girl than chores? Yeah, no, because <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Anything else you can celebrate about yourself? No, because I'm good with people. I'm a people person. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with me. That's, that. that's a good place to be, though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just like self-serving. I serve everybody else all the time in my relationships, so it's like yeah. self-serving is like where I'm at with my other girls usually. Yeah, so we don't want to put you on the spot. If you have something that comes to mind, please feel free to share. If not, just promote your Instagram and whatever else that you want. Um, I yeah, I would say that because I'm, it's an ongoing celebration. Is just falling back in love with myself. It's been a really long decade journey of going from someone who was completely broken to this empowered woman that I am. So I'm still consistently celebrating myself on that. So that's good. Yeah. Celebrate. Yeah. And then my uh, Instagram is nurture your soul. And then the podcast is a walk back to self love. So, and you can find that wherever, right? Apple podcasts, Google podcasts and Spotify. Okay. Great. All right. Do you have any like Facebook 
information? Uh, I mean, no, nah, I've used that kind of just for like personal. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there's a, there's a Facebook page, a walk back to self love. I forgot about that. Okay, perfect. So. <laughs> All right, great. Thank you for being here. Well, yeah, Thank no you for kidding. inviting me. This is fun. So fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to laugh and so just fun. talk about dating and life. Digmatism. Digmatism. <laughs> uh, if you have a story to share, send it to stories at homeancechronicles.com. Follow us on Instagram at homeance underscore chronicles. Uh, Twitter at homeance underscore podcast. Join the Facebook group, uh, the Homeance Chronicles, a judgment-free zone where we share extra tidbits and pictures of some of these guys and all kinds of stuff. It's a good time. Yeah, it's a great time. <laughs> all right. Homeance out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.